hey, Giovanni. Yes. Do you want to be on top? It's a little early right now, so no thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to You Want to Be on Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's next top model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and Naya, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's Next Top Model. So we leave you with this. Do you want to be on top? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the original You Want to Be on Top, an episode-by-episode episode retrospective of America's Next Top Model. I'm your co-host, Charlie Jensen, and I'm joined by my extremely famous co-host, Dr. Giovanni Anaya of the ANTM Institute International. Hello, we're back. School is in session. Um, The whiteboard is clear. The chalk has settled. Let's get it ready. Dr. Anaya, I am ready for you to turn me around. (laughs) And by me, I mean my life (laughs) with education. You came to the right place. (laughs) Well, let's get down to business and work through today's episode. We are arriving in Los Angeles on our journey to cycle three, episode one. Yay, we're in LA. Yay, home. Not for the fashion, but (laughs) I guess for the the girls. (laughs) Semi-finalists arrive at LAX. Bless them for braving that experience. And they take (laughs) shuttles directly to Le Meridian Hotel in, quote, Beverly Hills. But Giovanni and I know is actually Beverly Hills adjacent. That is not the same. It's actually like Beverly Grove and like... It's in the LA, LA Beverly Hills WeHo Triangle. Like, <laughs> yes. it's like, like the four corners, but it's like the three corners of Los Angeles. Yes, it's it, it, it's an acute right angle. <laughs> if you're if you're a tripod, you can put one foot in each city. <laughs> so we get lots of talking heads in this part. Some of the girls are getting lots of screen time. Obviously, that's very suspicious. Then we meet Jay Manuel, who tells all the girls at the hotel that they will meet with a panel of judges who will determine their potential. There will be a cut later in the week. And for now, eat, drink, and be merry. But not too merry, though. Not too merry. Don't you dare. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's got to go home eventually. (laughs) The iconic duo of Anne and Eva, they click right off the bat. Eva states that Anne is her sister. She's her sister from another mother. She is white. She is black, but they are there together. Um, so, you know, good for them. They found some friends really easily because, you know, it's really hard when you meet people at the first day of school, especially when you're in a competition. When you're a terrible person <laughs> like Eva, it's especially <laughs> difficult. And you're competitive like Anne. <laughs> yeah. They toast each other to the top two. Some foreshadowing wow. there, maybe. Mm, I don't know. Mm, very confident. Very confident <laughs> of them. We see Yaya, our smart queen, our Ivy queen. She is there for lots of things. But she's nervous right now. Um, And then Tyra comes out of nowhere. Um, And by out of nowhere, I mean stage left. (laughs) (laughs) Chaos erupts. The girls shriek. Some of them start bowing. Questionable. Mm -hmm. Questionable. Tyra says that she is doing this to pass the torch on. And she has realized that the covers of magazines belong now to the stars. You can thank Anna Wintour for that. (laughs) But she is here to bring the supermodels back to the covers of the magazines because they are nowhere to be found. Who is booking these jobs? I thought I thought Joanna was going to rock the fashion world. And I thought Adrian was going to do the same Mm -hmm. thing, too. Why aren't they on the cover of magazines? You know what? 
She's bringing models back. Dun, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> she, she, she was trying to. <laughs> Just like Gretchen Wieners trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> uh, good job, um, Tyra. You tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she iconically acknowledges that somewhere in this bunch of girls, America's next model is there. It's like she's psychic. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's like she has a fifth <laughs> sense. It's like she has ESPN or something. <laughs> There's a 30% chance it's already rating. <laughs> wow, that is two Mean Girls references in like less than a minute. That's a record. That is a record for this podcast. Um, there's a chaotic pool party. Obviously, Anne and Eva are in it. They are swimming in the pool. <laughs> they are, are the jumping. instigators of yeah, all of this are. chaos. Oh, you know what really threw me off, though? The, oh, you know what? We should have mentioned this later on. But Anne's like, you don't want to get your hair wet. Okay, my mascara is running. Bitch, you're comparing your, your white Caucasian hair to a black yes. woman's hair. You are mm-hmm. stupid. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dumb and then they decide to um start throwing girls in the pools one of them breaks into tears and is like no and they let her be listen i have been thrown in a pool it is traumatizing you do not Uh, want it to happen to you Mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. no i've been there i'll get wet when i'm ready to get wet and but you know what they're there not to make friends because this is what a competition but no one wants to be their friends either no. So then we see Mary and Takara bond over being the only two plus size girls in the casting. Takara mentions she is 180 pounds and quote, carrying it well. And she does. We also learn Amanda has a young son back home. He's two years old and he has Giovanni's birthday. So maybe it is Giovanni. <laughs> J- jury's out yet. We're still waiting for the 23 and me to come back. We'll find out. We cut to panel where Tyra introduces her two J's, Mr. J, a.k.a. J. Manuel, and Mrs. J, a.k.a. J. Alexander. And then we get our first crop of interviewees at the panel. Cringe. <laughs> um, first up is Anne, the athlete, the Olympian, the one who somehow always ends up losing, though, because she that's why she quit sports. <laughs> I'm just going to call her Anne the shoulders. Like, did you see <gasps> yes, those? Yes, yes. You could hang curtains on those. And legs. She has legs for days. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Where the, who the fuck did that read? On, you're, you're so very Broadway, but then also very broad. <laughs> <laughs> Was that on the roast of um, Nina West? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe. Maybe. Yes, yes, yes. You know what, though? Anne is beautiful, though. She has legs, arms for days. She is, I mean, stunning. She is. There's no denying that. We meet Cassie. She's 19. She's from Oklahoma. And she has the all-American job, um, which is sliding down on a pole. Um, <laughs> for money. We, yeah, we all do it. <laughs> we all do it. <laughs> um, sometimes not for money, though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she's stripping to pay her way through college because her dad is a deadbeat dad and does not give her any money. Yep. We meet Julie from Washington, and she is here to bring the Indian pride because she is wanting representation, which is what we also want. Yes. So we are here for it. It's gorgeous. We are here for it. Then we have someone from biblical times. We have... Um, <laughs> Magdalena, I think she's also a descendant from Mary Magdalene. I'm not quite sure. She's from Rooster, Massachusetts. She might be, because as you noted, girl looks tired. Yeah. <laughs> she's been through stuff. <laughs> yeah. She's been around a long time. Yeah. She just she needs a nap so bad. Um, honestly, no notes on no notes on Magdalena. Um, except for her, except for her tired eyes. Magdalena. 
She was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's on her tombstone. She was there. <laughs> she had a good time. We meet an icon. Icon. Tiffany. She's from Miami. We don't know her yet, but we will. It's too soon. It's, it's too not soon. Her time We're not yet. ready. We're not ready. It's yeah. too much. <laughs> Why is no one ready? <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's troubled. I mean, okay, this is top model, like check. And she wants to be somebody, double check. I mean, isn't that why we're all on the show? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she's also living the American dream. Uh, we've had Mean Girls reference, Double Worth Prada reference. We get a Legally Blonde reference in here and we've got the trifecta. <laughs> oh, so then we cut to Barney's Beanery in West Hollywood, a place that Giovanni and I immediately clocked <laughs> in the footage. <laughs> um, some girls in the restaurant start some shit with our models and they decide the only logical next step here is to have a dance competition but things go hoppy quickly when one of our townies pours her bottle of light beer onto tiffany's weave and can i say that these townies were very pudgy so i think they yeah. were just jealous that the, the other girls were on tv soups gels uh, like yeah. the, one of them had the fucking arm tattoo of like that fucking sun on her like the fucking like weird ass like you know cliche like there's probably like a quote in there of like live laugh whatever the fuck do you put in your caucasian homes the super glad no host of this podcast have a sun tattoo that you don't know about <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyway back to my story uh tiffany very much does not appreciate this gesture and she throws a drink at her assailant and then the townies in response start throwing whole pint glasses across the room smashing them <laughs> against the wall and then the bouncer shows up being like what is going on here ladies and then we cut it's kind of an aggressive scene i mean there is literally whole ass glasses flying yeah. with, with like yeah. alcohol in them yeah i have not seen that much liquid spill than at the boston tea party <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a joke you made once? Yes, yes. That and at Brian Singer's house in the hills. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <gasps> Too no soon. lies were detected. Too soon. <laughs> Hard cut back to panel of round two of casting. I guess we'll call it that. <laughs> we meet Norel. Which sounds like a women's razor brand, if you ask me. I'm yeah, it's like Norel, the five, the five, the five bladed <laughs> razor to get that into hard to reach areas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has. It, I mean, she is. She's probably related to Gillette. Before you smell <laughs> Norel. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Like it just writes itself. <laughs> yeah, I know. Honestly, poor girl. Yeah, I love um, her though. She has braces and she loves Paris Hilton. So, <laughs> I mean, this was probably also me. This was probably also me when this air showed. <laughs> <laughs> we meet Kelly, nineteen. She is from the last gated community in New York. She is so self-aware that she is the self-proclaimed white girl with a really good tan, as she likes to, you know, she likes to go with the flow. I, even Mrs. J. Cox, and she's like, you know what you do? What's so funny? You just like shake your hair like a white girl, and she's like, oh, I know. <laughs> so sus, questionable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We see Mary again. Um, we found out that she's 22 and she's from the north. She's from the Pacific Northwest from a town called Portland. <laughs> Where? And she is rocking her Portland. I think I think we've been there. I think the dream of the 90s is alive there. <laughs> I was a child, so I didn't know what's going on back then. Wow. <laughs> I hate it when you bring that up. <laughs> I can't help it. Facts Go to your facts. room. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're in a pandemic. I already am. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's rocking her plus size looks. She is loving it. She is unafraid of showing her body. But then it's like she's followed by Takara. You know, it's just like, how do you top Mary? Like when you have Takara after right. you like big, beautiful woman, which we had referred to as Takara the Body Jones because I mean, the She's body is stunning. flawless. Stunning. stunning. Gorgeous. Um, she is big and beautiful and loving it. And she is 210 in the butt and loving it. Not quite sure what that means, but. I don't know. But whatever it is, I'm buying. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yes. Yes. I'll pay full price. <laughs> and so then we get into the catwalk segment of her interview and she's in her bikini. We see her enormous pendulous breast hypnotized. Mrs. J. She, she is entranced. She is jaw is dropped. Jaw, jaw is dropped. Jaw. She is catching flies. And then when she walks out the door, we get the, I think one of the most iconic lines from this episode, when she released those puppies, they were, they became full grown dogs. And I <laughs> quote that at least once every few months in my life. <laughs> okay. Just want to note for the record that Takara does look amazing every time she is on screen. Oh, 100%. But I agree. The size of her breasts was shocking when you saw them in a they bikini. Were, and and then the 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 bra was putting in overtime. <laughs> yeah, I mean because they were they were hopping. They yeah. were they, they were what did Tyra say? They were going up. They I saw them go up and down around <laughs> and around. around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, rounding out this panel is Amy, who is scarily thin, but says it's natural, and she's on weight gainers. 3,000 calorie shakes. And that had me thinking, shakes. have I been on weight gainers my entire <laughs> life? <laughs> have I been doing it wrong? I'm on, I'm definitely on weight gainers. It's called food. <laughs> and I am eating it. Yes. Um, another girl's in the middle of her interview and she just says to Tyra that she's like, I don't like the stress. I don't think I want to do this. And Tyra starts to say like, well, you know, what about a job interview? And the girl is turning around. She's walking out that door, not looking back. Tyra is talking and she like has no time for it. It's amazing. I wonder where she is now. Only girl in history ever to do that. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> at casting, yes. Then we get Leah, who is 24 from Oklahoma City, a Catholic. And when asked, she says they can, quote, nude her up. So she is ready for that nude challenge. We see our friend Amanda again with the eyes. She's from Hendersonville, North Carolina. And her eyes just entrance the entire panel. They are like ice blue. They're haunting. She looks like a demon ghost thing. Those, those eyes are phantasmagoric. I'm just going to yeah. say it. She says at the end of her interview that she has a secret. So I guess we'll <laughs> wait to find out what that is. We cut to mealtime where we get to see Eva bullying Amy for her size. And she... Well, Amy's it, right in front of her. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, literally, they're having a conversation and Eva's like, you look gross. <laughs> Which is like, Eva, calm the fuck yeah. down. She's like, put on a car before you come to this room. Right? Oh. But um, for her part, and here's why I love Amy. She like, Amy has like not a fuck to give about this conversation. She knows who she is. She knows who Eva is, which is more important. And she's like, I'm just here to get on the show. Yeah. And we, we, um, we came to the conclusion that Amy looks like a young Janice Dickinson. She really does. Gorgeous face, long, beautiful hair. I would have given her a chance. Yeah. Back to panel. We meet Yaya, who admits that she attends the Ivy League school known as Brown. Um, she is fluent in Portuguese and she is learning some French too. And then we get some shots of her at the Eiffel Tower. She Are they the Olympics? Down. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she is strutting down the Champs d'Elysees. Um, Q lies Manelli somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she is there to represent Black beauty. And we're here for it. Here for it. Front row. Yeah, front row. Sign me up. Then we meet Jennifer with a PH. Um, I didn't give it to her, so I don't know where she got that one from. Um, she is from Pocatello, Idaho. Um, and she uh, just wants to get out of Pocatello. Baby girl, we all do. And you know what we did? I drove across the country. Yeah. Jennifer, so, get, in your, get in your car. Get in your you, car. And this was in early 2000s. So I'm sure things were a lot cheaper back then. Yeah. <laughs> then we meet Rachel. She is like a little emo. She's a little punk. She's giving us some Avril Lavigne, some Kelly Osbourne. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with that little black streak in her hair and the fucking platinum blonde and the big old hoops. Um, I don't know who dressed her. Mm-mm. I didn't. Um, she's from Huntsville, Alabama. She has she claims to have been in Seventeen magazine. Uh, maybe she was just at space camp. Maybe I, I didn't see her in any spreads that I had seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we meet Christy. She's Republican. She wore an American flag dress to her prom um, and she models it for the panel. Oh, say, can you see? Is all I have to say. She made me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here. Trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, choices were made. Choices were made with that dress. <laughs> um, we meet Nicole. She's 21 from, I can't pronounce this town. She's from North Dakota. My not. My not. My not North Dakota. She's from there. She's from there. She's from there. Midwest girls. What the hell? What the yeah. hell, Tyra? She, like myself, is very affectionate when she's drunk and she loves everybody. Um, her love knows no boundaries, mm-hmm. no borders. She is she, up for a challenge. She invented pansexuality at this panel. <laughs> yes. She put the pan in panel. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I love that. Yes. <laughs> And then we meet, um, I'm, I hope we say her name right, Nargis. Yeah, um, you know, I listened for it and it's it's said and there's like a weird sound effect that's happening at the same time and it's hard to tell how she says it. So I think you got it. Nargis. Okay, we're going to just go with that. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, we apologize. You can sign into the DMs and correct us. Send me the um, phonetic spelling of it. <laughs> and she, um, she reveals that she was also semifinalist for last cycle. And was hoping that some things, that this was her shot and things would turn around. But she ended up fucking it up for herself before she even opened her mouth. Because Immediately. Tyra, because Tyra was like, girl, I read your application and you do not have a favorite or least favorite model. So like, why do you want a model? And she's like, that's a good question. <laughs> Look over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if only she had done that, she might have stuck around. Yeah. <laughs> she was nervous again for some odd reason. She couldn't speak either. So you'd better onto yourself. And then lastly, but not least. Not least. Not least. Not at all. Maybe in the height department. In fact, but... perhaps maybe even the most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The most. We get Eva, the diva, who compare who compares herself to no other girls, as there is no comparison, as mm-hmm. she's just Eva. And then Tyra's like, girl, 80% of the people who have come in here have had something negative to say about you. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyra's like, look. You're beautiful. You're lovely. You're a model. You look like Linda Evangelista. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You are just a reference machine I know. tonight. 
I don't want to cast another. I don't want to cast another black bitch. And then her the words tears come out. Tyra's her, words. Her words. Her words. Tyra's words. She said, "You can rewind it. It's like minute fifty-six, I think, or something like that. Maybe that's a little too late, but it's somewhere in there." And then obviously the tears, the waterworks come on cue. Mm-hmm. Eva's like, "Oh my god, I have to just start crying." To I like gotta turn my life before. around. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "Eva, you're smart. You know how to hurt people." Because hurt people hurt people. And Tyra knows this because Tyra's a therapist for some odd reason. Again. Right. <laughs> and because you know what Tyra knows from experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Eva cries some more. She finds her soul. Tyra's like, do you want to hug me? And Eva's like, yes. Which is and wild. W- yeah. <laughs> Hugging really early on. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to the big group meeting. All the girls are in like a room of the hotel, like a conference room. And Eva stands up and she announces this blanket apology to the room. Quote, if I said anything hurtful. Yeah, you did. (laughs) And she regrets it because you are all extraordinary women. And everyone like claps, except Amy is like, I don't buy this for one second. She's playing the game. (laughs) And uh, Amy's right. Then uh, Mr. J arrives and announces there will be a cut in the morning. And then we cut to the morning. We see our old friend from Cycle One, Michelle, the casting director, and she reveals who are the girls still in the running toward becoming America's Next Top Model. 20 of them will advance. Unfortunately, among our rejects are our friends, our close friends, close personal friends, Amy and Tiffany. Tiffany, you want to say something real quick? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sad. I'm sad. Yeah. That one hurt a little bit. Those are painful cuts. Yeah, especially for Amy because she was actually really beautiful. Yeah. And so was Tiffany. Let's acknowledge, too, that these are the only two of the girls who get cut that we knew about. The rest were just like faceless extras in the background for this entire episode up until I now. couldn't even tell you some girl, oh. some girl named Kimberly with the big curly hair. That's about it. Maybe there's an there's an Asian girl in there. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get to hear from her at all. I, we'd never heard from no. her. She was in the mm-hmm. she was in the bar scene, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then Amanda has a big dramatic announcement to make herself. <gasps> she's legally blonde. Oh, I mean, <laughs> she's legally blind. And she will be totally blind by age 30. Then everyone cries. That seems a little sus. Well, like, why you got to be 30? Why can't it be like 32? <laughs> like, why does it have to be 30? <laughs> She's um, like, right around the time that I reach model retirement age, I shall be blind. Oh, shit. I smell a stunt. No, just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> well, Mr. J comes back and is like, okay, we're gonna have a little mini photo shoot, see how you take directions. No big production. There's just a seamless and a little point and shoot camera that probably only, only held the 20 photos of the girls. Right. <laughs> like, and it was like, memory card full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then that night, somehow, in some way, the photos are printed instantly. With names on them. <laughs> with name, with the font on it. Some like, intern was like, graphic in Photoshop. Is <laughs> Some more, yeah. Tyra is giving just jobs to these art students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, the Jays and Tyra go over the shots to discuss the girls, some of their favorites, some of their not so favorites. And then they got to send home six girls. Dun, dun, dun. Well, we cut to the next morning. Tyra shows up to a ballroom to crush some dreams. She looks lovely. She looks ready to commit a murder. It's very exciting. She looks like a model. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Linda Evangelista. (laughs) Um, We get our finalists. 
and let's do some roll call. We get Anne, the athlete, the shoulders. I wish what's Anne's last name? I wish we knew her last name. Is it Emerson? No, oh, that know. was a friend of mine from college. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and Anne, if you're listening, you are. DM me. <laughs> I remember you. Yeah. Leah, Kelly, gated community Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie, all American. Yaya, Ivy Queen. Christy, my country tis of thee. Julie, Magdalena. Um, okay. Choices. No notes. <laughs> yeah. Amanda, Norel, use when wet. <laughs> Before you smell. Yeah. Takara, <laughs> the body Jones, Jennifer with the PH, and what is top model without Eva? Without a future real housewife in the making. <laughs> yeah. Eva Pickford. <laughs> Who will not being known as Eva Pickford for much longer. <laughs> I know. Uh, so when Takara got called, you could just see on Mary's face, she's like, oh, fuck, this is over for me. <laughs> There's not going to be two black plus size models on this season. And she was right. Yeah. Sad. I think it had, they would have called Mary first. Then they may have casted a second one, but I think yeah. they, they hit the jackpot with Takara. And uh, with truly, Takara. truly. I mean, obviously Takara, like it's shitty that they set it up this way and, and, maybe felt like they had to choose one because uh takara is the shit so take a big whiff mary was like all right where's my plane ticket <laughs> where's the taxi at rachel miss 17 magazine hides in the restroom and is crying and oddly enough her and tyra are matching <laughs> and because yeah. tyra changes she, uh -huh. it's like she's yeah. like oh god i gotta f f fulfill my duties yet again after i've already changed i gotta she go puts on her sequined trenton jersey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like it's okay maybe something's not working out here yeah and she's basically like just try a new look <laughs> <laughs> she's like go red <laughs> <laughs> Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a little judging the judges. I'll see you in court. But we're going to do it a little different because this is a casting episode. Well, let's talk about casting. Um, uh, who invited my Delana? <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of questions. Lots of questions. I have a lot of questions with this one, too, because if Tyra claims, as she has claimed, to watch every interview, read every application, and like get to know these girls. You knew what Amy looked like. Yeah. Why invite Amy to casting? Tell her that her body is too thin, even for the modeling industry, and then to send her home. It is, it's just like with Ebony. You got to fix your skin. Well, you knew what skin I had again. Yeah. Again, she's bringing these girls to tear them down. I also feel like the, the too thin girl is a trope that we will see again and again throughout mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. the series. And I think even top model Anne is yeah. a too thin girl, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, it get, finally gets fixed in like cycle 17, but it's like, that's a long way off. <laughs> yeah, this is that's like 15 years later. <laughs> yeah. An another question we have is why there are only two plus size girls in this whole like semi semi finalist casting because it immediately puts them into competition with each other. They felt it. I think we knew it. Uh, we also know like, gosh, I don't think there's ever a cycle where there's even two plus size girls in the competition together. Are you? Okay. Wow. Really? Just doctor and I just correct the record. You have cycle eight. You have Whitney and God, what's the other girl's name? Shit. Mm, mm, um, mm, okay. Mm, at least mm, I know the goddamn mm, cycle. Mm. 
Maybe if you climb down off your high horse, you could read your computer screen. Ooh. Okay, hold on. I'm just trying to make sure that I know this girl's name. What is her I know. Name? He who is quick to correct should have read Diana. the internet first. She's from New Jersey. There we go. So Whitney and Diana. I don't even remember her. So what, what I'm saying, though, is that obviously in their black, Mary and Takara both knew it was one or the other. I thought Mary handled it super well. Takara, I think, I don't know that she was even thinking that. I think she was just like ready to have fun and be her best self the entire time that she was there. Which is what so. she was doing. Yeah, yeah. She was being that's... authentic. She was being her true authentic self. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's why I fucking love her same. now and forever. Same, same, same. Um, panels seem to take a very long time. So I'm assuming we only saw a fraction of each interview. They're probably doing like complex psychological profiles in each girl. <laughs> uh, and we don't see any of that. Uh, we only see what the editors want to see. And Giovanni, you said very astutely that this is part of what sets up the storylines for the rest of the cycle, right? So, yes. you know, Kelly's little tidbit is going to be meaningful. <laughs> yes. um, Amanda with her son in her eyes, uh, S-O-N, not S-U-N. The son is not in her eyes. She has a son and she has her eyes. Cassie and then- in the stripping. Eva's attitude. Cassie and the stripping, yes. Jennifer and her PH and her name inexplicably, like we're, that's normal. <laughs> and then, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, look, the editors know what we want. They know that we, we they know that we are hooked on on this. So they're just like sprinkling it little, little dust everywhere, little sprinkles everywhere. Yeah, yeah. The editors, we love to hate and we hate to love them. <laughs> we but give I, them an Emmy, th- Emmy it- and we taketh it away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, we give them the Creative Arts Emmy when they, <laughs> when we feel like giving them an Emmy. They don't go to the real daytime Emmys. But I think it was very disturbing. Not even just, wow, that's a bad word. I think it was not right for them to ha- to show close-ups of Amy eating food. Yeah. Like they're playing on this weight. Like they're eat- they're showing her eating like, a stack of like pancakes and it's just like why well it's like the elise issue right like we were all obsessed with elise's food when she was on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's gross bad okay dr anaya who would you not have cast had you been the tyra of this cycle i wouldn't have cast magdalena she looked tired <laughs> girl needs a nap she needs a nap she needs some concealer underneath those bags <laughs> They're not Chanel. I don't know what they are. Um, I also wouldn't have cast Norel. That's probably going to be a very polarizing uh, opinion. But it's like, she's like, I play in my room and I'm pretending Paris Hilton. Paris yeah. Hilton's not a model. She was modeling, but she's not a model. I do love Norel, though. I'll say that. But I understand where you're coming from. Um, Jennifer with PH. I'm still really confused on that spelling. It makes me want to say it like Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> J- Jennifer. 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 Let's just call her that. That makes more yeah. sense. Jennifer, look, the show is not your ticket out of your hometown because if that were the case, Tiffany would still be there. We out. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wouldn't have cast Cassie. She's she's a little young. Uh, she seems a little fragile. She seems very combative. Like when she was explaining herself, she was like, I felt like almost like on the verge of tears. Like, get it? She's gone through stuff. But like, I just don't think she's ready. Yeah. Well, I agree with you on Magdalena. There, I don't know. She, not this. Not now. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely would not have cast Christy. I feel like Tyra's like, I see you. I'm going to throw you in this group of women of color. Christy with the chin. Progressive thinkers. <laughs> like, we're going to watch you. We're going to make a little Republican bomb out of you. And like, 
manifest some drama out of your terrible opinions. <laughs> uh, I also would not have cast Kelly. Uh, Kelly, I liked Kelly. She had a good body. She was beautiful. Yeah, but I, f- I feel like you can see even the panel interview that she is very meek. Oh, well, yeah. You know, like she doesn't have the presence of, of most of the other contestants that we saw. So, and what's funny is that she's, I think, the she's like either the manager or she like runs an art gallery too. So, the fact that she's like, that's exactly the path she's on, been on since birth. <laughs> so, that's that's fine for her. Um, who, who were you excited about here, Dr. Anaya? Amanda. I fell in love when I saw Amanda on my screen. The eyes, the personality, um, Takara. I was like, whoa, yeah. she's confident. She is so empowered, doesn't give a rat's ass what anyone thinks. I was excited for Julie. You know, she was our first um, woman of Indian descent to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the last. If, you watch, if you watch the series, you know that there's not a lot of Indian representation on the show. No. So it's so good to see that she is just so proud of being Indian and um, she's there just to represent that culture. Yeah. You, Charlie, who are you excited? Who are you excited that made the For, cut? One of my all-time loves is Yaya. So I am super excited to get to experience Yaya's journey all over again. I think she's an impressive individual. I like her a lot. I also, like I've said about 80 times already, I am in love with Takara. Takara is amazing. I'm going to talk a lot about her and what she should have gotten this cycle. I also like Leah and Nicole, but honestly, I can't tell them apart yet, which is weird because one of them is pansexual. And so like, that's pretty, pretty important. Um, Nicole? <laughs> yeah, they do look, they both look like they're from North Dakota. And I say that as someone who lived in Minnesota, knows a lot of North North Dakotans. I've been to Fargo. Like I know, I know the people, I know the place. Uh, they all, They all look like her. This is the look. Um, she is you you are her yes yes <laughs> oh my god um i do like norelle i think she's real cute she's like a very innocent disney princess it'll be really interesting to see how she withstands competition so we'll watch that play out and i'm actually feeling jennifer in this moment but i i do want to acknowledge that she has like big cycle one nicole playboy energy going on in her interview I agree. I agree. She's like, she'll do anything to get out of. Yeah. Was she from Pocatola? Pocatello. She's like, who? I'll do anything. Literally anything. Pocatello. Pocatello. All right. Let's talk about um, the ANTM contributions to pop culture in this episode. Can, can I can I run through them all really quick, though? Yeah, do it. Okay. Okay. Obviously, the, the f- finally getting... The the pronouns of <laughs> Mr. J and Mrs. J, because it was so hard not to call J Alexander Mrs. J for like the last yeah. two cycles. Yeah, yeah. Because that is what we know him as. And yeah. it is just a breath of fresh air. Like for a man to be called Mrs. on primetime TV is iconic. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Tyra, Tyra also knows no borders. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, gender, I don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> Drag queens, she's in me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, the bar fight. I mean, Tiffany's iconic line of that bitch poured beer on my weave is iconic. Yes. It's like, 
I, it's like, I thought it happened on, on another cycle, but it's crazy to realize that it happened on this cycle again. And it's just yeah. like, yeah. I mean, wow. To get into a physical altercation. Truly. That's not part of the competition. Like yeah. it's not even like two girls going at nope. it. It is literally mm-hmm. a pedestrian pudgy. Can I say pudgy? You, you, you make your judgments. You, you use your words. Okay. Towny with the sun tattoo in her arm. <laughs> and, and, and face blurred out so she was like do not put out. me on your tv show yeah. <laughs> i do not sign your waiver yeah um iconic and i think honestly the last contribution to pop culture in this episode is that tyra got renewed for a new cycle i mean who would have thought we'd be here three cycles in i mean i think that's the blessing of shandy <laughs> shandy's life choices that did yes it. yes yes you know they were just like "Ooh, if we can get more of this We'll we'll keep yeah. renewing the contracts and we, yeah. we'll keep paying you. Well, that's the bright side. Let's talk about the dark side by discussing the cringe of the week. Ew, gross. Well, I mean, I you pointed this out and I heartily agree that the body discourse about Amy was gross and mean and completely unnecessary. Uh, so I feel like we've already really hashed this cringe out, but like just putting it here to memorialize it and, and also say like, Amy, we're we're here for you. You live your truth. We believed in you. We wanted to see more. And also, Tyra's like, when you look in the mirror and you're new, do you look? Do, how do you feel about yourself? <laughs> yeah. You want to be like, I feel disgusting, Tyra. Send right? me home. Amy loved I think she, the way she looked. She right, she embraced I, it. I think that test was for her to say, like, well, I think I could use a little weight or something. You know? True, like, which was a setup. I smell right. a stunt. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Eva's behavior was extremely cringe especially the part where tyra's like um have you said have you seen have you said bad things about people and she's like i forget what the exact line was about something nasty but she's like but amy looks nasty (laughs) (laughs) and she's like it's so proud of saying that right yeah she's like maybe i regret saying amy looks nasty but amy looks nasty yeah um just the last one i want to make is like um a, a girl named Sarah who we meet briefly and who gets eliminated very early is in the car with Tiffany and a bunch of other girls dr- driving back from Barney's beanery. And Sarah is telling Tiffany how she should have responded by like, not like she, you should have backed down from the confrontation or whatever. Yeah, in my family, we don't know. We don't deal with violence. Right. But it's like, first of all, you do not tell a black woman how to react, especially when she has gone through like that was that was an unprovoked yeah unprovoked violence against tiffany tiffany was definitely the victim here one thousand percent and entitled to defend herself and then tiffany and i love says that's great for you martin luther king but i'm like malcolm x (laughs) (laughs) which this is that's how tiffany like got she rolls yeah Mm -hmm. that's how she got through life well we're here we're here already (laughs) It's closing time. <laughs> Although we've come to the end of the road. Is that 98 degrees? <gasps> wow, that is boys to men. Oh, okay. <gasps> what are they teaching you children in school these days? <laughs> Read a history book. <laughs> All right. I don't want to well, get dragged. <laughs> don't forget to follow the socials. YWBOT pod on Twitter and Insta. Dr. Anaya, you've had an identity crisis and now you have a new Twitter handle that you will need to spell. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Everyone. You should have taken Dr. Anaya. That should have been your new Twitter handle. Can I, I can change my name though, right? 
or something like that. Yeah. Maybe I'll just yeah, change it. And everyone can just at me at my real name. Yeah. So if you follow me on Twitter and Instagram, you knew you know that I was suspended from Twitter for making a very harmless joke, a, a reply to a funny tweet, and I think I have to sp- say the tweet because it was kind of yeah, like, it, it was kind of iconic. This is an outrage that this happened <laughs> <Yeah>. to you. <laughs> um, someone tweeted. A gay swirling their iced coffee is like a rattlesnake in the desert. And I died. I gasped. I was I was dead because that's like an iconic tweet. Truly. And I tweeted and I tweeted, hang this in the MoMA. And Twitter <laughs> Twitter thought I was bringing harm against the MoMA and suspended me. No, and not- I think Twitter thought that you were inciting anti-gay violence and telling this person <laughs> to kill himself. <laughs> Maybe, 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 maybe. But if you had seen my Twitter and my likes, you know that I was also gay. <laughs> or that I am also gay. So Twitter would not unsuspend me, even though I was making pleads saying I was wishing no harm on anybody. The joke was funny. I was saying it should be, this is art. It should be hung in the Museum of Modern Art. Twitter didn't think so. So I had to create a new identity on Twitter. So you can find me at, at Giovanni, J O V. O double N I E underscore Anaya A N A Y A. Um, Instagram still loves me, and I'm still at underscore according to Joe. So you can follow me there. Things are happening. Things are getting exciting. So keep up. Don't miss it. Don't miss a minute. <laughs> Charlie Jensen, when can, where can our followers follow you? Well, v- very frustrating. Look at the toppers top you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow. Uh, well, I'm not giving out my address on the podcast, but my Insta is Charles Jensen and my Twitter is at Charles underscore Jensen. So almost the same, but with a little space because some, sometimes we all need a little space, right? Ariana Grande. <laughs> little song called <Yeah>. N-A-S-A. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Giovanni, Dr. Anaya, it is so good to be back with you. I'm so excited for this cycle. Same. This is going to be a lot of fun. So A lot of fun. There's, there's a lot of drama this cycle. Yeah. A lot of, also, a lot of model tear droplets. Some better creative? Um, You know what? Yes. 1,000%. I don't... Mm. The budget got renewed again. It got higher because the creatives were just very inspiring this yeah. season, this cycle. Also... We're gonna get international in a fun way. Oh hell yeah! I gotta, yeah. I gotta get on my Duolingo. <laughs> Start practicing. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm gonna be lost in translation. <laughs> uh, oh shoot! That's a that's a clue. That's a hint. Yeah. Well, it was a pleasure again. You know, I love chatting with you. Same. Bye, everyone. Have a see you night. next time. Bye. See you. See you at the clinic. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs>